Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another Monday night. You know what that means. It's running on scuffs. I am your host, uh, head host this time, I believe you want to call myself Zachary Bell, coming in from the great state of Texas. And of course, I got the Florida ambush here. I got two Florida men, but I'm going to start with Dan the Man Foster. Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, had, a, had a little rough weekend, kind of under the weather a little bit, but uh, excited to be back after missing last week with some uh, with some other stuff going on. But uh, excited to talk NASCAR, talk racing, and some some playoff comp- complications. I just want to say uh, under the weather, so let's go ahead and take our, our weekly weather meteorology announcement. I know our big weather heads, Mike Daphner, Justin Seeger, aren't here, but Dan, how is it in Florida? It was a warm one today. Um, at work, we had what we call a black flag condition, which basically means you don't do anything outside. You come inside, you get in the AC, and make sure you're you're hydrated and good to go. Um, hydration or dehydration has really kicked my butt this whole summer, uh, and it hasn't let up just yet. So, but uh, it's hot, it's warm, it's been kind of muggy today because it rained this afternoon. But you know, hey, it's Florida. We're used to that. You said it's hot. Nothing's hotter than Zach Williams. Zach, how are you doing, my fellow Florida or another Florida man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. You know, just uh, excited to be hanging out with you guys on Monday night and everybody at home watching. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, was it was the weather any different? Was it just hot and muggy? Uh, pretty much. I'm not that far from Dan. Probably less than 20 miles at any time. So oh, yeah. it's uh, yeah. It, it rained a little bit in the afternoon. I ended up shutting the garage because I was off a day hanging out in the garage with the dogs and. Uh, I shut it because it got rainy and humid. But other than that, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Well, I'll go and give you all the Texas update. It was it was warm. I think it reached about 90, 91 today. It was pretty humid but breezy and uh, looking like there will be some rain coming in tonight and tomorrow, uh, which would be like the second time, it's, second time it's rained in Texas since June. <laughs> so, yeah, second or third time it's rained since June. Uh, let, me, let me put it like this. Uh Carson Hosevars have more top twenties, top twenty finishes in the LMC car than uh, I've had rain this entire summer. Days of rain this entire summer. But um, before we get too far into our show, um, today is is nine eleven, um, and of course all of us at Run on Scuffs, you know, uh, we will never forget that day, and we will never forget the victims, um, those who lost their lives, the victims who. Uh, experienced all the horrific tragedies around them, the the victims who were having complications, health complications and issues following uh, the incidents of 9-11, and of course those who I'm not sure if Zach Bell's having some issues there. It froze on my screen. There we go. Yeah. You back, buddy? I got I just got him back. Hey, you froze on my screen. But no, um, as Zach was saying, we you know we always want to remember those that lost their lives, as well as the families that were affected uh, by the loss of the loved one, um, and also the ones that were injured and are still suffering to this day with injuries that um, have persisted since the tragic events of 9-11. Uh, but we do want to take a moment now here just to have a moment of silence in remembrance of the days, uh, the events of that day. 
Uh, so if you would please join us for a moment of silence. All right. Can y'all hear me now? I know I had a Wi-Fi issue. Yeah, On a much lighter note, <laughs> sorry about that. I have two different like Wi-Fi sources at my house. Sometimes my phone will pick up the one, and it's never good. Um, so that's what happened. But anyways, on a much lighter note, we had racing, of course, this weekend, as per usual. That's why we're all here. Uh, back at Kansas, of course, one of the best mile and a half in the series, in my opinion. Um, so let's go ahead and go ahead and break down this cup race. Tyler Reddick won, of course. Oh, yes, of course, race review. I'm, uh, I'm excited to host. What can I say? <laughs> We've taken the chains off and I'm jumping the gun. I had a restart violation there. NASCAR should probably penalize me. That's right. <laughs> sir, that, that was the uh, restart zone violation, sir. That was the reverse of Denny Hamlin's restart in overtime. That's what it was. <laughs> love you, Dennis. It's all out of love. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, Denny Hamlin got a share of victory in victory lane. At least uh, Tyler Reddick won, of course. Stage two was won by Kesla Brad Keselowski and Kyle Larson won stage one. Uh, I just want to talk about the racing product itself for a minute, boys. Uh, I know we're, we've had a lot of conversations about the mile and a half in this intermediate package. Uh, I've seen online some talk about like, oh, we should go back to Kentucky. Uh, no, we're not having that conversation yet, but. Uh, talk about where you guys think what you guys think about Kansas uh, as a mile and a half as a whole. Uh, Dan, what do you think? No, I uh, I, I agree. I do think this is uh, at least one of the top two mile and a halfs for me. Um, I know a lot of people don't consider Atlanta still a mile and a half, but I, I feel like they do put on exciting races with the new uh, reconfiguration and repave. Um, but no, Kansas puts on great races. Uh, I mean, I think this this weekend was a prime example of of that. Um, obviously. With the cup series there was some attrition uh as usual with kansas um and then with the truck race i mean that was a heck of an exciting finish the xfinity series had a good finish um, i just think overall it's a great track uh puts on great racing and i'm i'm honestly glad that we go there twice a year um i'm not a huge fan of going to tracks twice a year unless they're daytona and talladega that's just me um but uh no i i think you know kansas has shown that it's a perennial uh favorite a lot of among a lot of fans so I, I had no qualms at all with this weekend. I would agree with that assessment, you know. Um, as a fan with a resident local mile-and-a-half track, you know, uh, I'm not going to sit here and make the argument for Texas. But I will say, uh, you know, the mile-and-a-half package as a whole is, is such an upswing for NASCAR right now. Um, Kansas is worthy of that second date, in my opinion, and is worthy of, uh, all of the love we give it, I feel like. Um, I guess we can go ahead and kind of break down the drivers who were not nearly as successful as um, as Tyler Reddick and Brad Keselowski and Kyle Larson. Uh, Dan, the man Foster, do you want to talk about some playoff drivers that struggled today? Because we had quite a oh. few. Oh, there, there, oh, there, there were there were a few there, sir. Um, yeah, no, I'm just I'm just gonna kind of give a, a lap by lap as far as the, the, the chronological order of events that occurred yesterday with some playoff drivers and those playoff implications that we love to hear about. 
lap five early in the race, Martin Truex Jr. outside wall smashed at the side of the car. Um, unfortunately, not able to continue. Um, and that puts the regular season champion currently sitting below the, pl the playoff cut line for, for the round of 12. Um, this will be the first time if if he does not make it, this will be the first time that the regular season champion does not advance at least to the round of eight. I believe it is, um, but definitely for the for, for a fact round of 12 uh, lap 64. William Byron spins with over 200 laps left. Um, no major damage, but was able to continue on and finish 15th. So not a lot of uh, playoff implications there. Uh, lap 109, Bubba Wallace cuts a tire down and spins off the turn one wall. Uh, the team was able to make repairs after going four laps down, um, but he also finds himself below the cut line after finishing 32nd. Uh, Michael McDowell, another playoff contender, um, he gets involved with Austin Sendrick. Uh, he was able to continue and only loses one lap um, after finishing 32nd last week and 26th this week. Uh, it's nearly a must-win situation going into Bristol this weekend for him to continue on in the round of 12. Uh, and last but not least, with just a few laps left in the race, Chris Buescher cuts a tire down and slides up against the outside wall. Uh, with just a green-white checker finish, uh, he was basically able to limp around and, and just lose the one lap uh, and finish 27th. And he is currently 13th point, or, sorry, 13 points ahead of Martin Truex, uh, who is the first driver below the cut line. So those those drivers had all, all had issues this weekend. Um, really, William Byron is the only one sitting in a, a good, strong position still. Uh, but... Uh, unfortunately, Truex, Bubba, Michael, uh, Michael McDowell, and Ricky Stenhouse are all currently sitting below the cut line. What a great recap from Dan. Dan, I, I want to get your opinion on this, and Zach, you too. Uh, of of the drivers who, who had some issues yesterday, uh, we can take out William Byron if you want to because he's good on points, pretty good on points. But, you know, he, he was not uh, a top-five car like he was before the spin. Who are you – uh, most interested to watch at Bristol next next Saturday night. I mean, I I think for me personally, um, knowing that he won there in the fall last year, Chris Busher. Um, I think uh, having that win last year to kind of really get RFK back into the winner circle um, after so many years of not. Uh, I think uh, he's going to be interesting, and of course Truex with him being below the cut line for the first time. Um, I think that's going to be a, another driver who's going to be uh, itching to go and, and, and ready to go and, and, and want to drive to the front if he's not already there. Zach Williams, who, who are you most excited to kind of watch out for next week at Bristol? I know you'll uh, be there, so this is who you can keep your eyes on uh, all night long. Uh, definitely Martin Truex Jr. I mean, he had that cushion going in, and he just had the worst day possible. I was definitely feeling hard for Justin when I saw that happen. Uh, but I think he's going to come out fighting. He he doesn't want to, you know, go out in the first round. Yeah, I think, you know, whether the team say it or not, you know, I don't think Truex wants to have the embarrassment of being that, you know, number one overall seed to be uh, eliminated in the first round. But uh, I'll give some, science, some, uh, some shine to Bubba Wallace and Ricky Stenhouse. Um, Bubba has been notoriously good at Bristol in his past but that really only seems to show up in the 43 car we really haven't seen the success that he's had at bristol at 2311 uh and i know toyota has had some issues and shortcomings in their short package short track package recently so it might be a product of that but i mean he can easily go out there and have a top five night and put himself back into a points position to advance but i also want to 
circle Ricky Stenhouse. You know, I know we talk about Ricky Stenhouse as this super speedway only guy, you know, but he's shown to be very good at, at, at concrete racetracks, both Dover and Bristol. Um, so I, I, I don't know if Stenhouse naturally could be the fastest, but if we have a messy race like we did last year with Chris Buescher winning and multiple tire failures and different issues, I could see Stenhouse being fast enough to capitalize on that. Um, moving forward, uh, this is going to be a, a Zach segment here, a Zach Bell segment. Um, uh, it's not a NASCAR race if Denny Hamlin doesn't choke it or fumble it away at some point, is it, boys? Um, poor Denny Hamlin. Last week, uh, last week a loose wheel, uh, uh, barely loose wheel, I guess, but something concerning at Darlington. This week, an unfortunately timed caution, of course, and I, it's not bad pitch strategy, right? Tyler Reddick won the race on four tires. Uh, he finished second on four tires. And then I believe Elliott and Larson were top five, and they were also on four tires. So they made the correct strategy call. Um, I don't know how else to say it other than I, I think Kyle Larson rattled his cage a little bit there. You know, Diddy was laying back on that restart for Kyle Larson and was trying to prevent him from laying back and getting the run on Diddy, which, I mean, is probably the smart move, but – you know, we saw it last year, right, guys? You know, Denny Hamlin goes to Martinsville, is one corner away from making the championship four, and two points short from, you know, falling behind Ross Chastain. So I think we have to ask ourselves if, uh, you know, does this does this sort of loss this weekend or does this sort of loss uh, Sunday and compounding the week before at Darlington uh, I don't think I have concerns about him advancing to the round of 12, but points-wise, this is a concern in the round of eight, you know? Um, I, I think that, you know, if he doesn't make the championship four this year, as a Denny Hamlin fan, I'm going to be circling these two races, and, you know, hopefully we're both kicking ourselves if that's the case. Um, I know Zach Williams is probably hoping for that demise. I don't think you'd want anything but Denny Hamlin to fall out in the round of eight in heartbreaking fashion. I did uh, give him on my, on my bracket. I gave him to the, at least to the round of twelve. That was as far as I gave him on my bracket. You know, I I, I understand the round of twelve is it's a round. I don't think there's anybody that's very good at the round of twelve. And if Texas plays the way it did last year, uh, it's anybody's guess, which is unfortunate. Um, that there's no consistency in that round, but it is what it is. I did have him out after the round of eight. On, on, I mean, I had him as my champion. We know. Uh, I don't think anybody had any. Yeah, I don't think anybody had any doubts. But does anybody else have any thoughts on Denny Hamlin's performance? Another dominant day wasted. No, but uh, I, I, I think the race as a whole um, has really shown in the, the performance of twenty three eleven uh, specifically, as well as Denny. They figured out Kansas. They they know what they're doing and they know how to get around that track. Um, this was what the third race in a row. The 45s won at Kansas. It's the third ball race in a row. Um, and then Denny won uh, the second spring. ball race in a row. Second ball race in a row. And Denny Hamlin at 23 of 11 have won the last four races at Kansas. Yeah. Getting back to I, Kurt Bush in the spring of 2022. That's right. But I mean, it's just they have figured out Kansas. Um, I, don't, I don't know about the other Gibbs cars, um, but specifically 2311 and, D- and Denny himself. Um, I mean, I don't know why you'd pick anybody else at the moment if you're if you're uh, betting on that track. No, I I agree. I think, um, you know, 
someone who you know occasionally throws some dollars and stuff onto on NASCAR, uh, this is one of the easier bets you can make. I think is a a Toyota at Kansas. Um, you know, now which one is a bit hard to pick, but uh, I don't think there's any is I don't think it's anything wrong with betting on Denny Hamlin. Um, but I want to turn to our resident Hendrick Motorsports fan, uh, a guy who I imagine wishes he was sleeping inside the shop. Zach Williams, we had some uh, Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott drama. Uh, once again, uh, I don't know, maybe Chase Elliott needs some anger management classes. But uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, contact, little little incidental contact on pit road and then contact on the apron after pit road. And Chase Elliott confronted him in the car after the – he confronted Kyle Larson in the race car after the race. What are your thoughts? So my initial thought on that was it was 100% Larson's fault. But – after looking at it, I've watched a few replays today. It's Chase could have given him some more room. There was room between him and Reddick where he could have given him room. But I'm just assuming his spotters weren't there, like, screaming in his ear until last minute. Like, you know, on, on your left, on your left, you know. He can't he can't see that well. And I just feel like Chase had a little bit more space to give him. He shouldn't have gone back and hit him, but I, I know where his mindset was. Because he's like, what the heck, this is my teammate. He's hit me before and cost me big you know i don't i'm tired of this so he just kind of gave him a little nudge nothing serious just a show of displeasure yeah you know um as a resident non-chase elliott hendrick motorsports fan overall uh i i uh you know we've seen chase elliott lose his temper before the season obviously it cost him a race you know after charlotte working denny hamlin and this is nothing near that but at the end of the day, you know, Kyle Larson is racing for a driver's and an owner's championship. And to me, it is irresponsible as a teammate to jeopardize that for Kyle Larson, uh, differences aside. And it sounds like, according to Tyler Reddick, that that incident, that contact on pit road is basically what won Tyler Reddick the race. He was, uh, if you look at the tapes, he was behind Larson and Elliot as they were exiting the road before the contact, but the contact just slowed them down enough for Larson, not Larson, Reddick to pass both of them and give them up, move them up an entire row on the restart. Yeah, ex- um, exactly. And that's what, when I went back and watched it today, like I was saying, you, you could see Chase had room to go further to the right and give Larson some more room, but he just wasn't even thinking about it. Probably he, he didn't see Kozlowski because you can't see well. So, but I, I, I did notice that, that Reddick, got up on them after that at a contact. Yeah. I mean, the season has gone completely wrong for Chase Elliott, the injury, the suspension, the inability to win due to many unforeseen circumstances. This is just kind of uh, a, another, you know, note on the list. And um, what can you say? I mean, I'm sure Zach, you're looking forward to 2024 and Chase's revenge tour. I'm sure. I will say uh, with this weekend, I, Chase was one of the non-playoff drivers that was consistently in the top 10 all day, running really well. And I feel like his pit crew was probably one of the best ones out there this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. The thing about, like, Kendrick Motorsports compared to, like, Joe Gibbs is, uh, is they seem to have, like, three or four of the best, three of the best pit crews, like top five, six pit crews, you know? Everybody's except for Alex's Bowman, Alex Bowman's, of course, right? Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, Joe Gibbs, it seems like every year the last few years, they've been 
shuffling pit crews and making adjustments for faster crews for playoff drivers and stuff like that. But Hendrick Motorsports never really seems to make, except for that one time at Texas when Gordon and Johnson's pit crew switched. After yeah, I believe Gordon and, wrecked out, I believe. And, the, and then you saw or, with, with the 20 having issues with the pit crew too, They with that with that tire. You know, they switch pit crews and yeah. then they get the jitters. And I also noticed in the Xfinity race, I got to watch a little bit of it, the uh, the number 11 switched to the 10 for the, the championship. Yeah. And he went into the wrong pit stall. He went to the 11 instead of the 10 just out of habit. Yeah, don't know how much things, things like that for Derek Krauss. Yep, exactly. And I was just like, I was just like, that's crazy, you know. But it's force of habit. It, it can cause issues like that when you switch people around like that. So I think it's smart to not do that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you're better off just putting in the extra work and rolling with what you got than trying to trying to fix the problem you may have. Um, uh, Dan, I believe we got a question. We're going to start up your "Who Am I?" segment. Um, so we're going to go ahead and do one clue after each. Oh, hold on. We're going to do one clue after each race recap. Uh, and if Zach Williams and I can't do it, then, then we're going to be replaced by you, the listeners, who will be replacing Zach and I as panelists on the show. All right. So two weeks ago when we did the first one, uh, Matt Nicholson got it on the first hint. So I may have made this a little more difficult. Uh, but I have a feeling Zach's going to get this one. Well, okay. definitely one of us will. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the first hint we're going to go with is I got my first of 19 career cup series wins at Talladega super speedway. Okay. This is a 19 time cup series winner. Mm-hmm. They won their first race at Talladega. Is this. Harry Gant? No, sir. Zach? Uh, I'm going to wait for the next clue. I have an idea in my head, but I want to wait. <laughs> All right. I wait I get, the next one. Can I get one more guess or no? Sure. Ricky Rudd? No, sir. Although he bought a house here here local to me not a couple years ago. I ran into my old job a couple the times. Get on the show. <laughs> Listen, I, I have his address. I love him. But as a former employee of the company that I worked for at the time, it would probably be frowned upon if i just reached out to him i had a, I had a phone number and his address business card in the mailbox i mean it's yeah. technically it's it's public knowledge y'all gotta do is go to the website <laughs> yeah. but all right so on moving to xfinity on. right yes moving on to the xfinity series um so it was the john hunting check show as per usual in the xfinity series we were all living in it um Held off Brandon Jones from being able to win his way into the playoffs. Uh, but, folks, we've got more juice and more tea than this. Listen, there's a there's a guy who I've become friends with on TikTok. His name is Rico Nose. Some of you may know him. Talks a lot about college football. And his saying is, your friends don't know, but Rico knows. Listen, I may not know everything, but I know about Riley Hurst. That's for damn sure. Uh, Riley Hurst fumbled the bag. <laughs> Um, bless his heart Um, what can I say he was was looking like he might be able to put up a bit of a fight Uh, and then he just had to herpst it up you know blew a tire compounded it with a lot of damage 
fell multiple laps down. Of course, the Xfinity Series race had some late cautions and incidents, so he was able to get back on the lead lap. But it was at that point that I had known that Parker Gleerman was going to win the damn war, and he did. Uh, Brandon Jones and Riley Herbst, the kings of underperformance in the Xfinity Series. Daddy's money, daddy's disappointment. Um, didn't make the playoffs. This is what I told you, folks. Like I said, I might not know everything, but I know Riley Herbst. Um, Dan, do you have any thoughts on Riley Herbst, Brandon Jones, or Parker Kligerman? I don't, I don't uh, know. I mean, I'm excited. Parker's in. Um, I've always been a fan of his, uh, going back to when he was with uh, Swan Racing back in the Cup Series uh, and raced his way into the Daytona 500 and that. I believe it was the 30 car. It might have been 26. I can't remember. Um, but, um, no, I've always been a fan of Parker. I think he does a great job when he uh, does his uh, commentary and uh, media responsibilities on NBC. Um, and he does some as well as P- on Peacock. Um, but I'm excited to have him in. I mean, like you said, Herps is going to Herps. Um, I mean, I think it's funny that his dad's business is literally called Terrible Herps. Um, maybe that was an homage to his son. Who knows? Uh, but – no, I, I think um, the best deserving of the three made it in. Uh, and I, I hope uh, Parker continues to uh, elevate that team uh, even higher and uh, hopefully makes it into the round of eight. I, I would be excited for that team if he did. You know, I'll say this. The opportunity is going to be present for Parker to make the round of eight. Um, a, trip to, a trip to Bristol, a short track, he runs well to short tracks. He's overperformed in that 75 truck for head of the Henderson race team. Of course, they're going to the Charlotte Roval to end the round in the Xfinity Series. Um, another wonderful opportunity for Parker. You know, when I think of Parker Kligerman, I think poor man's AJ Allmendinger, and that's about exactly what he is. Now, he might be a rich man's AJ Allmendinger if we put him in proper equipment, but he is, to me right now, at least the underfunded Kings version of, of uh, AJ Allmendinger. Zach Williams, do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, I know you're a big Riley Herbst fan. You want me to rock the shirt, but uh, seems like it'll be a long off season, probably. For yeah, I feel like I feel like that's the only reason I like Riley Herbst is just because I want to see you wear the shirt. But uh, I I don't know. I'm glad Parker got it. I feel like he's the more talented out of the three, like you guys were saying. Uh, and Brandon Jones, I don't know. I'm I'm obviously a JRM fan because I'm a Hendrick fan. You have to be. It's it's the rules. But uh, so I, I I didn't really like him being the replacement on the nine after Gregson left. I don't know who I would really want in the spot, but, I mean, I guess he does for now. You know what? He pays the bills. He lets Justin Allgaier and and Sam Mayer go out and win races and actually look good in the car, and even Josh Berry. So if, uh, if Brandon Jones wants to fund everybody else's race careers and success, I'm okay with that. Same thing for Riley Hurst. I'm okay if Riley Herbst wants to, wants to fund Cole Custer's success. <laughs> but let's go ahead and move on and make some Xfinity Series Championship 4 predictions, some some takes, if anybody's got any. Uh, I know we've got the playoff grid right here. Um, so, Dan, do you have a Championship 4 prediction you're comfortable, you're willing to make? Um, I mean, looking at it now, I feel like there's two that is by far the favorites. Um, with a third and fourth that I feel um, are going to be hard to get by. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's going to be John Hunter, Nemechek, Austin Hill, Justin Allgaier, Cole Custer. 
Um, I think John Hunter and Austin Hill, I think they've all season long shown that they're the front runners for the championship. Uh, and you're going to have to go through them to win it essentially. Um, and I think, I mean, good old Justin Allgaier, he's, he's consistent. You can't ask much more from the man. Uh, he's going to give you good finishes and he's going to get you, um, if he's not in the top four, he's definitely going to be in the top eight every season, no matter what. Uh, and Cole Custer, I think coming back uh, from the cup series, um, spending that time in the Xfinity series and kind of just getting used to, to, to driving up front and uh, winning races, I think he's really kind of um, really rekindled something in him. And I feel like that's the top four. Um, obviously, Sam Mayer is not too far behind Cole Custer in points. Um, but I, I feel like overall, those are going to be your top four runners. Zach Williams, do you have a different take? Same so, thing. You want to support Dan's argument? I support Dan, and I, the only other name I would throw in the mix there would be Sheldon Creed. Sheldon Creed's been looking a little bit better, and I know Matt's had uh, some insights on him. He's shared on the show with us, but I feel like other than that, Creed's a pretty solid driver. He's going to do pretty well this playoff season. You know, I, I'm looking at this grid, and I, I'm I'm seeing something a little bit different than you guys. I know. I know one of my bold takes this off season, I believe, for the Xfinity Series was all four JRM cars would make the championship four. Obviously, with Brandon Jones fumbling the bag, that's not going to happen. But I'm looking at this grid. I see John Hernemacek. I, I think he's a lock pretty much for the championship four. He has so many playoff points, and, and I think he's going to be really hard to beat these tracks lineup particularly well for him. Um, I'm looking at Justin Allgaier. I, I just think that, you know, I don't know if he has the ice in his veins to win in the championship, but he might be the Xfinity Series version of Denny Hamlin. And, and, and that's that's a good thing to be, you know, ultimately when your career is said and done. Um, but then I'm looking I'm looking down here. You know, Austin Hill, I, I really don't know. Um, I, I'm concerned about his, some of his, his short, his ability to run at short tracks. And so that gives me concern in the first round of Bristol. I know he's a good road course racer, but the Xfinity series is pretty well stacked with it, with road course series talent. Um, so, and, and there is no Talladega in these playoffs as well. Um, so he's going to have to probably win a race uh, in that third, in that second round at either Las Vegas or Homestead, which he's, uh, I know he's won it in the trucks in both. And I believe he's won in the, I know he's won in the Xfinity series at, at Las Vegas. But I'm looking at, at Sam Ayer. Um, uh, say what you want about him. Clearly, the man does not give a damn. Um, and I think that, you know, that's going to pay dividends in the playoffs. And, and I'm looking at, at Chandler Smith. I know Justin's been a big fan of Chandler Smith. I like Chandler Smith. I, I think that – I think the college has been holding back a little bit this this season, you know, in the Xfinity Series. Last season, too, a little bit. But I'm looking at I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, man, you know I don't I don't think Daniel Hemrick's going to be in this for long, and obviously you know Derek Krause is going to be running the rest of the playoff races for Colleg, and I think he could be running some experimental developmental setup work for Chandler Smith. So I think they're going to get some extra work in, and I'd I'd go out and say John Hernemacek, Justin Allgaier, Sam Mayer, and Chandler Smith are my championship four. And I have Austin Hill just missing out. Mr. Tommy Williams, Papa Williams, how you doing, man? We're glad to have you in the comment section. I'm a little, you're a little late. That's okay. You know what? Remember, it's okay to be late here. 
late, showing up late and turning in your work is better than not doing it at all. Oh, that's, that's a, a teacher right there. That's a teacher for that's sure. That's a teacher thing for sure. Yeah. Listen, if I but, can't uh, get a hundred, if I can't get a hundred on it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna waste my time. <sighs> well, Dan, um, we're here at the end of our Xfinity series recap, so you know what that means, folks. That means am I clue? Hint number two. All right. I was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame just eight years after my dad. Was it Junior? Nope. His uh, first win wasn't at Talladega. It wasn't. You're right. <laughs> and I think I he was nine years. I think he was nine years after his dad, or something like that. Something like that. I was, I was thinking Ryan Newman too, but I think he only has eight, seventeen or eighteen wins. Newman's dad isn't in the Hall of Fame. I know, but that's what I was thinking from the first one. When I said oh, that's one in my mind. Uh, his first win wasn't Talladega either. No? His first win, I want to say, was Kansas or something like that. I thought it was Talladega. Kansas in 2002 or yeah. 2001. Hmm. So 2002. Um, Bill, any, any guess? His dad, you said? Mm -hmm. eight, his dad made it, and eight years later, he made it. Is this... Buck Baker? No. He was he was nine years after his or uh he was nine years before his son, Buddy Baker, but no, it's not the Baker boys. All right. Okay. On to the truck series review. Yeah, <laughs> all right. So Dan talked about it in the in the pre-show. The truck series, man, these guys, let me I, I've talked about it before, you know. It's your drunk makeout session at the bar. It's sloppy, <laughs> it's messy. It feels good in the moment. Maybe you regret it afterwards. Maybe you don't. Um, uh, let's go ahead and break it down. Christian Eckes, uh one, uh, showing that 19 truck BMR, does have the speeding capability. Um, but I'm convinced that, you know, to put a little extra in here for Christian Eckes that was not present for Derek Krause. <laughs> I truly believe it. I, I, I truly believe it. I know Eckes, Eckes has driven for other teams besides BMR, and I know he has some other funding behind him. And I truly think that there's, that's where that's going. But uh, I, I'll agree two, and say the team's gotten better. Yes. And here's the thing. Derek Krause finished 11th in points every year for BMR that he ran full-time. So it's not like he was missing the playoffs mm. by a lot. Um, and so for the fact that this truck, I mean, makes the round of A's one multiple races, that's really not like – that's a good leap in performance. But I don't think it's as indicative as the talent gap between Christian Eckes and Derek Krause. But – Maybe that could be an off-season debate we have is with some content is, um, you know, drivers who filled the new ride in 2023 versus 2022 and, and comparing them. And then uh, Carson Hosevar won stage two. Nick Sanchez won stage one. That proved to be a big deal for Nick Sanchez. Um, breaking this down a little bit, Ben Rhodes and Matt Crafton struggled most of stage three. Um and Ben Rhodes ended up advancing to the championship or the round of eight. Um, Matt Crafton did not. Matt DiBenedetto put out a strong effort all night long. Mine's loading for a minute. Matt DiBenedetto put out a strong effort all night long. Uh, late race restart, he was hard charging to the front, ended up finishing, I think, fourth. 
and came up like three points short. So going ahead and moving on uh, to the round of eight in the truck series is Corey Heim, Christian Eckes, Grant Enfinger, Carson Hosovar, Zane Smith, Ty Majeski, Ben Rhodes, and the rookie, Nicholas Sanchez. Um, I want to go ahead and break down who we think is making the championship for, but I want to go ahead and say the truck series uh, round of it is, is about as chaotic as the cup series round of 12. Uh, we've got a trip to Bristol on a Thursday night, no less. We've got a trip to Talladega. And we've got a trip to Homestead. Um, so I want to lead off with Zach Williams on this one. Uh, who is in your truck series championship four from these eight drivers? Uh, I would have to say the uh, the first four, the front runners, they are going to go uh, Eckes, Enfinger, Josevar, and Zane Smith. Eckes, Enfinger, Josevar, and Zane Smith. No time with Jeske. You think that they're you think that their penalty is going to you think the sauce has been uh, taken off the sandwich here? Uh, maybe it could be. That's, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. We'll have to see how next week goes. Yeah, I think I think Bristol's going to be his obviously his best shot with his short track background, and he is the defending winner of the Truck Series race at Bristol. Uh, Dan the Man Foster. Dan, I, I don't. What are I don't your thoughts think on this uh, Zach scrolled all the way to the top of those standings because, if I'm not mistaken, Corey Heim is oh, up I top. I Corey Heim. I didn't. Uh, yeah, no, I did. he, he, he no, said Eckes, Enfinger, Christopher, and Smith. I missed time. <laughs> I missed time, but I, I'm still going to stick with it. <laughs> um, but no, I'm going to go with Corey Heim. Um, I, I think uh, Christian Eckes is showing uh, right now that that team is is coming to play and uh, to swing for the fences, as they say. Uh, I know GMS has announced that they're not coming back next season. Um they want to go out on top. I just I don't see Grant and Finger making the round of four, uh, or the championship four. But I am going to go with Zane Smith. Um, I know he statistically doesn't have the results that some of these other drivers do, as far as Majeski and Ben Rhodes and Granny and Finger. But Hosevar, he's on something this year. He's found some speed, um, even in the Cup Series with the two starts there. So, or the, the yeah, two starts there so far for um, Legacy. I, I think um, he's going to be the fourth one in. So, with two Chevys, a Ford, and a Toyota. Well, I I don't know, y'all. I, I'm looking at this, and and I agree with Corey Heim. I'm a Texas Rangers fan. Our catcher's Jonah Heim. Every time Jonah Heim does anything, it's Heim time, baby. And uh, it is Heim time, and we are all in it. So give me Corey Heim to advance. Uh, I think that Toyota invests a lot in their development program. So if they don't get representation of this championship four, I think it's going to be a huge miss on their part. Um, I'm looking at these forwards, and, and I can easily cross off Ben Riggs and Nicholas Sanchez. I think I think they're the two of the bunch that are, are not like you know the other six in line here. But I think I'm taking – you know, I think I'm going to take time with Jeff. Yeah, I don't think all the sauce is gone here from the sandwich. You know, maybe maybe they went from a Chick-fil-A sauce to just a barbecue sauce or something. But, uh, you know, the sauce still makes the sandwich taste good. And I think I think he's going to be good enough to make it to the championship four. I expect him to win on Thursday, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised at least. Um, 
I'm gonna go ahead and take Christian Eckes. I think this is I think, we've, I think BMR is making the right investments on our drug team. And, and I'm I'm looking at at Carson Hosevar and I'm looking at Zane Smith. I kind of agree with Dan the Grant and Finger. The G, I think the GMS is shutting down the operation is actually going to hurt him, and that they're not going to be funding it as much. So I, I don't think he's going to be able to advance. So I'm leaning towards. I'm looking at these two. And I'm like, okay, uh, Carson Hosevar. At the end of the day, he's made improvements all season long in his driving etiquette. But I saw him in person at Texas. I saw him hook someone for a win, and I've seen him hook people and cause cautions for random reason, you know, for no reason other than the fact that he needed a caution. And so to me, that's why I'm going with Carson Hosovar. This is a man who will do just about anything um, to get to the next round. He's going to scrap and claw and fight. And I know it's hard because Zane Smith has proven his clutch gene in the truck series to make the championship for multiple times, multiple times, both the GMS and, and furniture or front row motorsports. Sorry. Um, so that's, that's the truck series recap. You know, we won't, we'll see them on Thursday night, uh, a little Thursday night thunder at Bristol. Um, but Dan, we finished up our third race recap. So you know what that means. There we go. Sorry. Time for hint number three. Hold on, this... Dan. We have a hold on. Uh, Zach Williams. I yep. saw a guess from Mr. Tommy Williams. Before Dan reads it off, is this correct? Buddy Allison. I think he might have been a typo. <sighs> it, 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 it is Bobby Allison's Bobby son, Allison. Davy Allison. Yes, that oh, that is baby. a correct guess. We'll, we'll give him that. But I, I'll, I'll give the last two mm. hints which would have given it away, I feel like. Um, despite winning my own Daytona 500, my favorite racing moment was finishing second to my dad when he won his third and final Great American race. And the last one, in case no one had gotten to that, that point, my dad and uncle are founding members of the Alabama gang. Oh, yeah, that would have definitely given it away. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hmm. All right. Well, congratulations, Tommy Williams. Um Full-time panelist on the show and producers are currently batting the over. Uh, we have a guest and a, and a fan commenter. Uh, they are up one and uh, one to one. Uh, Dan, I think uh, those of you that know I'm a Texas Rangers fan, there's a Twitter question that the Ranger, one of the Rangers radio guys asked before every game minute, who's going to hit a home run today? And everybody that gets it right each gets a point. So I think that you know, maybe some off-season work or mid-season work for Zach Williams will be preparing a scoring graphic of, uh, you know, the fans, the guests, and then each of us as full-time show panelist members. Yeah, yeah we can do that. I can definitely work on that. I think that would be, I think that'd be fun to, I think that'd be fun to keep up with, but let's go ahead and move into some scuff stories. Uh, boys, it feels like we should have Logan Morris on to talk about this because it is all about Legacy Motor Club tonight. Of course, we know they're moving to Toyota. Do what Toyota tells you to do, correct? Excuse me. Whatever Toyota tells you to do. And uh, John Hunter Nemechek taking over the 42 car. One of the three worst kept secrets in the garage. Um, of course, also announced this week, Jimmy, or last week or whatever. Jimmy John. 
Johnson will be returning to the. Oh, did y'all hear me? Did I go away for a second or am I good? You, you did, but I heard part of it. Uh, but go ahead. Okay. Jimmy Johnson will be running a select schedule next season, of course, in the 84 car. It will be a Toyota, so all you Chevrolet Boomer fans of his, get with it. Uh, and that wraps up the scuff stories pretty much. There's not much else really going on, you know. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's a dry it's a dry time in NASCAR because, of course, we're in the playoffs. You know, nobody's focused on the news right now. We're all focused on championships. We're talking about rings, baby, rings. Um, anyways, we can go ahead and move into everybody's favorite segment, Feel Goods or Flats. So, Justin gave me the keys to the machine uh, all night long. This is with my script. Uh, this is These are my questions. Some of these are going to be for you, the fans, and our panelists have already answered them. Some of them are going to Dad. Not now. Too soon. Someone go get Zach's dad, please. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't like Noah Gregson, but uh, maybe not for the 42. Maybe it's just best if this is one of those toxic relationships, you know, we just all go our separate ways. Take a break. Take a break. Come back later. Yeah. Give him the rest of the season at least. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, maybe he can fill in for the Rick Ware or the 78th BJ McLeod for the world just to keep himself behind a wheel. But question one, this is open for everybody. Okay. This is first of all, of course, it's feel good or flat, and then you may also name your answer. Comment your thoughts down below. A driver currently above the Cup Series cut line will not advance to the next round. So. Uh, Zach Williams, if we could get the Cup Series points graphic up, that would be awesome. Um, but let me go ahead and walk through who's yeah. – Larson and Reddick have already been advanced. Denny Hamlin is 49 to the good. William Byron, 41. Brad Keselowski, 33. Ryan Blaney, 25. Kyle Busch, 24. Ross Chastain, 18. Chris Busher, 13. Christopher Bell, 13. Joey Logano, 12. Kevin Harvick, 7 to the good. Zach Williams, I turn to you first on this one. Who, if anybody, is getting is not going to make it in the ones that are currently in, or is it just a feel good or a flat? Uh, actually, I I think Logano might not make it. I hate to say that because Ryan might be watching, but I don't know if Logano will. So that's a that's a feel good thing for you. Yeah, it's a feel, feel good. good for Joey me. Logano, calling his shot. Dan the Man Foster, feel good or flat? A driver currently above the cut line. Will not advance to the next round. I I think it's a flat, but if someone were to do it, I think it's going to be Joey Logano. I do agree that I, uh, I I feel like right now at this moment that team's not hitting on all cylinders, and if the, if one team's going to fall out, uh, I feel like Truex is going to get it in um, when when Logano falls out. I do have to say okay. too. I I heard uh, uh, on the uh, post race interview with Logano, he was like, "Oh, we were win or we were in the lead there for a second. I counted. It was thirteen seconds. Joey Logano led the race. Longer than I can last in the bedroom, so he's winning in something. Sorry, oh, uh, for dark. Sorry, this is what happens when Justin gives me the keys to the show. Uh, anyways. Uh, you know what? I I think it's a feel good. I think someone above this cut line is gonna is gonna end up not advancing. 
unfortunately, uh, Dad, I hope you're still listening. It's uh, your nephew, my cousin, Christopher Bell. This team has been inconsistent. They have been snake bitten in the playoffs. And I, I'm scared for him, to be honest. Uh, so I, I do I, I do worry about Christopher Bell. So that, that to me is a feel good. Rolling into question number two. A driver currently below the cut line will advance via points or a win. The drivers below the cut line include Martin Truex. He's down by seven. Seven, net, seven below. Bubba Wallace is 19 below. Ricky Stenhouse is 22. And Michael McDowell is 40 below. Dan, does anybody from below the cut line advance? I guess this is the universe of the question. So. I'm going to say no. Uh, so that is that is a flat, a flat. That's a flat on my part. Um, but again, if anybody is to do it, it's going to be Truex. Um, I think it's a little bit too much, obviously, for Ricky Stenhouse or Michael McDowell to pull off the upset win. Um, like you said earlier, Bubba runs good at, at uh, Bristol, but that's been more of a uh, RPM thing when he was with the 43. Um, but Truex is not known for really running great at Bristol, um, so I don't really think he's going he's gonna to get it in there. That's what she said. Zach Williams, <laughs> feel um, good or flat? Uh, I would say feel good, which is also what she said. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think uh, Justin's never let me host the show again. No, never again. <laughs> uh, I think I think Truex might might uh, be the one that makes it in. I think he might uh, get in on points. I don't know if he'll get the win, but points for sure. Uh, hey, I just remember the last time it was me and me and you, Zach. We got the other Zach, so maybe we'll get another Dan in here. Uh, like a Zach Dan orgy or something. Oh my goodness. I need to stop myself. Anyways, <laughs> that's a feel good to me. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and call my shot and, and tell you that Bubby's going to point his way in. Um, listen, I, I think that uh, even if Bubby has, has lost the fry sauce here from McDonald's or whatever, you know, he doesn't have the Polynesian sauce or, or whatever they get. It's the hot and sour from McDonald's here to fix it. Uh, oh, there's only one Dan. Uh, two Zachs, one Dan. Anyways, um, uh, I lost my train of thought. But anyways, I think Bubba Loss is gonna be able to point his way in. I think that, I think that Denny Hamlin's gonna be here to, to guide him along. And, and you know, we we already know where Denny's true allegiance lies is to himself and to his wallet. Uh, over the Joe Gibbs Racing Team. So I think that if he can do anything to help out Bubba Wallace. I think he's going to, and and uh, I think I think Bubby's going to get in. I think he's I don't think he's going to win necessarily, but I think he's going to point his way in. Question three: Joe Gibbs Racing will have two cars missing from the round of twelve. They are, in my opinion, the only team the only team that has two drivers viable to miss on points. Uh, Dan, feel good or flat? I'm gonna back up my uh, my two flats from earlier and say that no, um, Truex is gonna be the only one that misses it. So you'll still have uh, Bell, Hamlin, and uh, lovely Mister Mister Hamlin. Zach Williams, feel good or flat on the Gibbs cars? Uh, I think that they're all gonna make it to the next round. So a total flat. Yeah, I, I, I as much as I hate to say it with Hamlin, like like we've talked about, I think he's going to make it around a twelve, at least twelve. 
I don't think this conversation is really about Denny Hamlin, though. It's not. It's about yeah. Truex. But that, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. As much as, as much as I hate to personally say Denny Hamlin's going to do well, Denny Hamlin will do well to that point. I mean, I think he's going to finish, like, 23rd or 25th to, yeah. like, advance. And that's if nobody else – that's if everybody else, like, shows up and runs well, which we know is not going to happen, of course. Um, and I'm going to say that this – is a feel good that two will miss. I think both Bell and Truex get eliminated this weekend. Um, you know, we saw last year. Uh, I know that uh, he was not a playoff driver last year, but Martin Truex Jr. struggled at Bristol last year, had an issue. Kyle Busch had an issue at Bristol last season. Christopher Bell had an issue at Bristol last season as well with a tire issue. Um, and, and this year, Christopher Bell doesn't have the comfort he had last year. Uh, the points built up. So, I mean, a team like Bell's that's been – pretty mistake-ridden all season long. Um, You know, this team is championship caliber, no doubt. Championship pace, championship driver, championship crew chief, in my opinion. But they make so many fundamental mistakes. They might as well be uh, like an offspring of 23-11. That's how, you know, them and the 45 team must be hanging out or something. Um, As for Martin Truex, you know, uh, a a poor run at, at Darlington and, Unfortunate luck at, at Kansas has put him here. Dan's talked about it throughout the segments and stuff that Truex has traditionally struggled at Bristol. He's only got four top fives in his entire career at Bristol, and this is a guy who's been going at it full-time since 2005. Um, that's a lot of races at Bristol, folks. It's a lot of laps. And I know that sometimes he's run well and had bad luck, but uh, if bad luck happens again, he's not advancing the next round. Um, so... That's kind of my thoughts, but these next two questions, our panelists have kind of answered, so I want them to review it, but I also want you, the folks at home, to give us your opinion, your feedback, your feel-goods and flats. Uh, question four, this involves the Xfinity Series playoffs. Twelve drivers made the Xfinity Series playoffs. Nine Chevrolets, one Ford, and two Toyotas. Will all three manufacturer all three manufacturers will be represented in the championship four? Feel good or flat? Uh, Zach Williams, you first. Um, I think that one's a flat. I don't think they're all going to make it. All of them are going to make it there. So you're saying one of Ford, Chevrolet, or Toyota's going to miss? Yeah, I'm not sure if the Toyotas are going to make it. You don't think John Hunter's going to make it? Did you change with your Ford oh, in these years? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I'm Ford. thinking. I don't, no, Ford. Ford, my bad. I, was, I don't know why I was thinking he drove a Ford. He's clearly Toyota. Damn. Dan the man Foster, feel good or flat here? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my my earlier prediction. I think Cole Custer makes it in. He's the only Ford with a shot. Um, Obviously, John Hunter, he's pretty much a lock at this point, and I think at least one of the what nine Chevrolets gets in. Um, So I'm gonna say yes. That that's a that's a feel good. All three of them will be in that championship four. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and say that's a flat. I've got I got a Toyota and three Chevrolets. In mind, uh, so we definitely want to see some some interaction here from the comments section on that one. Uh, going into question five, four Chevrolet. This involves the truck series playoffs. Four Chevrolets, three Fords, and one Toyota made the round of eight. Will all three manufacturers be represented in the championship four? Dan Foster. Yes, that's a feel good as well. Um, I got Heim. Uh, I got Christian Eckes and Carson uh, Carson Hosevar in the Chevrolets and Zane Smith 
and a Ford. So I'm going to say yes, that's a feel good again with all four or all three, sorry, being in the championship four. Uh, Zach Williams, feel good or flat? All three uh, will be represented. I think that all three will be there. Just basically, you know, how, how strong Haim has been, uh, how he's doing, and then based on numbers with the others, you know, there's just quantity with the other two manufacturers. I co-signed that. I co-signed that for sure. Uh, and that, folks, wraps up our Feel Goods or Flat segment. Um, if you thought it was better than Justin, you can, of course, message him on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, at Scuff Seeger. You can find him on the Facebook, Justin Seeger. He has access to all of the Run on Scuff social media. So if you'd like for me to see you roast Justin and how bad he does or how poor he may do, uh, Feel Goods or Flat, so of course, you can send it to the Run on Scuff, and I will also see it if you'd like for me to see it. Yes, comment your thoughts down below, and we are transitioning to our Bristol Weekend Preview. All right. Well, the world's fastest half mile, boys. My uh, my single favorite race of the season might be the Bristol Night Race until NASCAR ruined it with the short track package. Um, so, go figure NASCAR's going to ruin it, you know? And then they took one away from the damn dirt show but anyways this is not about the dirt race this is not about the short track package this is about picking winners so i want to go ahead and go over the 2022 winners before we make our uh, our picks tonight uh last year the cup series race as mentioned by dan foster's run by chris busher uh prosper texas zone stand uh, up the xfinity series. yeah prosper texas represent sorry uh the xfinity series i guess won by my dad's fallen hero no Gragson. And uh, the truck race, <laughs> one by, one by the tire, one, one by the tire man himself, Ty Majeski. Uh, what an interesting group of drivers to have won a race weekend last year, as to how they look this year. Uh, let's go ahead and lead it off with our producer Zach Williams. You can, you are going to be there this weekend, um, yes. so that is awesome. You can make your picks. You can give analysis because. Uh, go off and, and speak as freely as you want about this race weekend. Uh, so I, I'm, uh, I'm, I was kind of, kind of torn on my picks. I'm not really set on them yet, but uh, I am very excited to be going to the race. I had a, one of my really good friends, Joe, message me a couple weeks ago, and he was like, hey, man, uh, I got an extra ticket to a Bristol race. You want to go? And I was like, well, I'm going to see if I can get off and drive seven and a half hours up there and then come back the next day. So uh, for Cup, I think I am going to go with uh, Truex because I feel like he's in that situation where he's going to be pushing as hard as he can for the win. I mean, he could probably get on on points, but it's like a win, win and you get in situation, kind of like Chase Elliott was in, but he didn't do as well. I hope Martin gets it. Uh, for the Xfinity, um, I'm looking at it. I don't really know on that one yet. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say Allgaier for now because I really like Allgaier. He's he's on the team that I support. And for trucks, I think Majeski could go back-to-back. All righty. Dan LeVan Foster, who are your picks? I, I'm going to go in reverse order from Zach and start with the truck series because that's what I got pulled up in front of me. Um, I feel like there's not a lot of favorites um, so you're kind of picking, picking from the few, uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with Zane Smith. Uh, I think he's going to pull it off at Bristol. He, um, he's always a contender 
when it comes to um, those uh, tough types of tracks. And um, to me, Bristol is not the easiest to get around. Um, for Xfinity, um, uh, on a, actually, I'm I'm going to go with Trevor Bain. He's 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 going to be in the 19 for Joe Gibbs. Uh, I think he's going to pull the the upset and be a non-playoff driver to get a win. Um, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Trevor Bain in the 19 for Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, and the Cup Series. I, I feel like this season has really been a resurgence for RFK, uh, and I and I'm I'm happy to see it. I've always been a, a Roush fan, even though I'm not a Ford fan. I've always been a Roush fan, um, and honestly, I know a lot of people weren't Brad Keselowski fans, but I have uh, come to enjoy brad and really ad admire him as a driver uh and um appreciate him as a fan uh and i think what he's doing over there at rfk is really turning turning that team around and i i'm actually going to get brad k's first win in the sixth car at bristol this weekend if he gets it i'm getting the die cast good for you dan mm -hmm. anyways i guess we're gonna move on to my picks of course we want to see yours in the comment section as well. Uh, for the truck series, I know I mentioned Ty Majeski. Uh, for the sake of being different, though, just to throw a different name out there, I talked about this man earlier. He's a bad man. He's a man who doesn't give a damn. I'm talking, and I'm taking Carson Hosovar. Uh, I would not be surprised if he moves someone or ruffled some feathers. And the great thing about the truck series playoffs is that all the races are spread out so everybody can get over themselves for the next one. Um, so I think Carson Hosovar punches his ticket to Phoenix Thursday night, uh, Friday night in the Xfinity series. Uh, there's a lot of different directions I could go here. Um, once again, though, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to go with the drivers who, you know, don't seem to be racing with that chip on their shoulder, the edge here. And, and I'm going to go ahead and take. Sam Mayer, I talked about him as well. I, I really think that he's come on stronger in the second half of the season. He's won the truck race here at Bristol. He looked pretty solid last year in the Xfinity Series race uh, until he wrecked with Justin Allgaier. Um, so I'm I'm expecting a solid run out of Sam Mayer. Uh, and I'm not, actually, I'm expecting a win if I'm picking him, I guess. In the Cup Series, I'm joining Dan's thought on the RFK train. But for the 214, the 817, Everything else down here in Dallas, Texas, whatever Prosper, Texas zip code, all 30,000 of them are going to be rolling into Texas Motor Speedway seeing their boy, our boy, Chris Busher, in the round of 12 because he will win the Bristol Night Race in back-to-back -back years. And, Dan, I'll one-up you. I'll have to get a die cast of that. Is he the only driver from Texas currently in Cup Series? Uh, Yes, pretty much. Uh, we got Austin Wayne Self in the trucking Xfinity series, but he's not really running very much anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I don't uh, think he runs the team anymore. The AM Racing, I don't really know exactly. I know they kind of they were merged with Jordan Anderson, and then they went to the Ford route, and they have Brett Moffat driving that car in the Xfinity mm -hmm. series, and then the truck series. They've had a whole slew of drivers. They have that Stephen Mazzoli guy driving this weekend, the dude that works at Outback. And, and they Outback they have uh, they have Christian Rose in the ARCA series. That's right, they have Christian Rose in the Arca, the Arca series. So I have no idea. Um, there was somebody else, too. 
Parker Chase, I know he's run um, some super speedway and road course one-offs in the Toyota cars. He's from Texas. Uh, there's not a lot of racing talent in Texas. Listen, uh, when your state is all about Friday night lights, um, <laughs> you know, that's kind of what people do around here. That We play we play football, speaking of football, and, of course, Chris Bush awarding. Texas is back. Uh, thank you for beating Alabama. I know you didn't cool. participate particularly, but yeah. thank you. There's, there's two places that Alabama fans are never going to eat again, and that is Texas Roadhouse and Longhorns. Longhorn Steakhouse, Texas Roadhouse—they've all been burnt to the down and burnt to the ground. Tuscaloosa, pour one out for their locals. I, uh, I sure enough will be eating some Texas Roadhouse. Some rolls are good, so good. Yes, they are. Those rolls and buns are so nice; they're like Dan's. <laughs> Justin's not gonna let you host again. Scotch <laughs> after dark. But no, I, I I do have to I do want to say I I believe my team is the top ranked out of all the the schools represented by by our our, uh, our show. Yes. Oh, I I know my school is not up there well, right enough. now. I don't, I don't even think not. they're even on the. I don't, I don't I don't even want to say their name. Are right they now. are they still at, uh what is it B B B C S or I mean, <laughs> did they they go down to Division two? No, no. <laughs> They didn't. They, I mean, they, I mean, Georgia's been playing uh, Division two schools all year, but we but, didn't. Uh, we started I, off I with a top five I'll team. You, I'll give you that respect. I say Georgia is just playing high school teams all year, and they're going to win the national championship and be like, we're the best. All right, let's go ahead and move yeah, on continue. away. Let's let these two Florida men do what Florida men do best: beef it out in person, uh, in the most awkwardly uncomfortable Florida way possible. Um, we'll have a Florida be for news. Yeah, we'll be watching for the news here on the Scuff Network here, around on Scuff. So if you see any two local Florida men fighting, it is most likely those two Florida men. But with that being said, uh, Zach Williams, uh, hit us with your final thoughts. Anything else you've got going on? Uh, before I do that, I'm gonna go ahead real quick. I'm gonna give us our fantasy update. Uh, of course, I'm week. so bad I forgot. Yeah. It's oh. okay, man. I'm here I, for you. Did I even participate this weekend? Uh, <laughs> where are you at? You're you're eighth. Oh, you got eighth. Uh, congratulations, I had Truix to... and Bubba, and they both screwed oh, the pooch. God. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> to Justin Seeger, though, our uh, fearless leader for getting first place there. I believe he's actually. Let me go look real quick. He's in the overall lead I'm as pretty well. Pretty sure he is. He is. He is in the overall lead. Uh, Fourteen uh, points. Come on, short Mac. You can do it, buddy. Yep, so uh, that is our fantasy update for today. If you guys want to play fantasy with us, you can just uh, go to this link I'm putting down right now. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I know it's kind of late in the season to join. It's playoffs only right now. But uh, join next week, next season with us or just finish off the year with us. It'll be a good time. We'll definitely but, uh, next yeah. season. Yeah, it's it's real fun. It's a lot of a lot of fun, just uh, especially with our group, just talking crap back and forth in the chat the whole time. I wish there was a way we could talk crap with the fans, but hey, you know that would have to be like a Twitter thing. DM us. I mean, you could at me on. I mean, all my social medias are literally right there. That's it's the same thing, top to bottom. Every every social media out there, find it, you'll find me. But no, let's let's talk some smack. Let's go. I know I suck at NASCAR fantasy. It ain't a big deal. But guess what? I'm good at football fantasy, and that's what matters. Uh, not on this show, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, my DMs are always open for the fans, specifically always. specifically the female fans. Uh, Zach and I both have those open for ladies. Both open. Um, Sorry to disappoint If you would like ladies. to get in both I'm of taking... our DMs, it might be a conflict of interest, but if two dudes named Zach is your type, we can definitely <laughs> fill that quota. Two Zach, right. one girl. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with my closing remarks now. Um, uh, No, i just uh, excited for next week. It's Bristol, baby. Is there anything else you have to say? I'm just – it's a bucket list race for me. I'm super excited. Definitely going to get a T-shirt. I already rented a scanner, so I'm set for the weekend. So we love to hear. Dan the Man Foster, hit us with a sign-off. Glad to be back with you guys this week. Um, Still feeling a little under the weather, but – think we'll be back to normal here soon um thoughts going out to anybody who may be in the path of hurricane lee uh it seems like it may be strengthening again and moving towards the northeast nova scotia area so if you're in the path of the hurricane from a florida man please stay safe stay smart uh stay vigilant uh and make sure that you are keeping up to date with any of those updates that are coming out um if you're not following jim cantori on twitter i recommend you do um and if he shows up in your town, you might want to get out while you can. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, um, in all seriousness, though, make sure you stay safe and, and keep your family and, and loved ones close to make sure that they are safe as well. So um, hopefully you enjoy the racing this weekend at Bristol. I know I'm excited about it. Um, I love good short track racing, even though this product that NASCAR has given us on short track isn't the best at the moment. But Bristol's Bristol. I mean, there's not much more you can say, um, but I'm excited to see it, um, especially with the truck race on Thursday night. I always love that that middle of the week race that they do um, for a couple of races a year. But um, that's it for me. As always, thanks for tuning in. Zach Bell, give us your signature sign off, bud. Absolutely. Uh, being my host duties, of course, uh, you know, we got some announcements as well. The next three weeks in a row, running on Scott's Love representation at the racetrack. Uh, Zach, Florida Zach will be at Bristol. Texas Zach will be at Texas, and Mississippi Justin will be at uh, Talladega. Um, so we will have wonderful content coming your way. Exciting things happening on the show, around the website, around all of that content. Um, so we're excited to get your feedback on that as well. Um, uh, if I am not back next week. It's not because I don't want to be. It's because Justin fired me. So if that's the case next week, I'm not here. Please spam in the comments. Hashtag free Zach B. Hashtag free Zach B. Hashtag we want Zach back. It, it might just be Zach. Justin and the mic after this week. He might fire all yeah. three of us. <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Zach and Zach. Hashtag Zach, Zach, Dan. Zach, Zach, Dan. Zach, Zach, Dan. There we go. Hey, there we go. That's our new segment. Zach, Zach, Dan. Zach, Zach, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> and this is the last time you see me on Run on Scuffs due to uh, content after dark. Maybe we should have. Yeah, that's right, Tommy. That's right. Tommy's a real one. He's got our back. Papa Bell, if he's still out there, I know he's got to get up and rise and grind in the morning. You know, Dad, whatever, whatever we want to call him. He's got, of course, all of our, he's got our backs. Mama Seeger's definitely got our backs. Over, maybe She's the over one Justin's I'm scared play. of. What? Mama Seeger loves us. She knows I'm the Lord. I'm glad she's I, on our side. Yes, but what I'm saying is I would be more scared of her than Papa Bell or or Papa Williams. I'm just saying. Yeah. 
a southern woman especially a southern mama (laughs) no 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 no. you will be dead (laughs) yes now of course we didn't have mike and justin here tonight um some might say that makes the show better some might say it makes it worse uh, that's for you to keep your opinions. Well, if you miss uh, the if show, you think we it's will worse, talk about you. Yeah, if you think it's worse, then keep it to yourself. If you think it's better, then definitely leave a comment. I mean, there uh, was a lot of trash talk about me last week for missing the show. Um, obviously, we know that we, we we don't know the exact situations going on with with everything going on, but we're not going to talk too much trash. But we have to talk some. Just always, always a little yeah. bit. The trash we can offer is running against Martin Church Jr. If uh, you so choose to do that. I mean, more so Harvick. I mean, I kind of want Truex to make it in if I had to have my yeah, pick. Yeah, you. Um, I love you too, Papa Bell. <laughs> love you too, buddy. Damn, Dad. Okay. He's been on my list for a long time. <laughs> One's in the family, I guess. Give us that sign off, Zach. Uh, I, I want to thank my parents, of course, for supporting my racing addiction. As always, it's... Uh, it's an important one. It's a busy one. It's a time-consuming one. But y'all have an amazing week. We will see you next week, next Monday, I'll run around scuffs to recap the round of 16 and all things Bristol, baby. Have a great night.